Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Hey, welcome back to Coffee with the Doc. Dr. Glenn here today. Um, I, I worked uh, very difficultly uh, trying to arrange for some of the doctors for the uh, regenerative medicine to come on the podcast today. We're, we're still working out the details on that, but uh, unfortunately, I was not able to get them on the show today. Uh, I, I know an awful lot about the topic, but uh, uh, I think it'll be better served uh, all of you to, to hear it from the experts. Uh, they'll, they'll come up with a lot more detail than, than I will be able to. And I'm going to try to get uh, some questions as well in advance uh, from some of you folks uh, and some of my patients on regenerative medicine and what all that looks like. So I'm still working out details on, on getting one of the uh, regenerative medicine docs. If you're not familiar with that, uh, the primary types of regenerative medicine that we'll be talking about are the use of uh, PRP, prolotherapy, and stem cell injections, primarily for musculoskeletal types of conditions. So it'll be a great one to tune in to for you folks that have degenerative joint disease. In other words, you're starting to feel the wear and tear of life on your body, and you're wondering, what can I do besides continue to take uh, non-steroidal and inflammatory medication every day or get your periodic uh, steroid injections into your hip or your knee or your shoulder. Um, I think the regenerative medicine is, uh, is fantastic stuff. I, I have personally utilized it on my elbow and hip, so I know the benefits of it. Uh, for my own use, I think it's uh, fantastic. And I'm going to try to get uh, more and more of my patients to start thinking about this uh, line of, of treatment versus what they've been doing in the past. So it'll be a great show. I'm just giving you a great uh, teaser for this one down the road. But today I'm going to talk about something that uh, comes up in, in my uh, chiropractic practice. Uh, we talked to an awful lot of patients about this, and, and we're going to throw in really two different topics here today. Uh, we see an awful lot of kids uh, today that are, that are using these e-cigarettes and, and vaping. And I also have patients who, who are trying to maybe get off of cigarettes and they turn to vaping as a, as a way to get off of cigarettes. So we're going to discuss uh, that topic. Uh, if, if some of you parents out there are, are listening and say, oh, my, my, yeah, my kid doesn't smoke. He just uses that vape thing every once in a while. And you think that it's, uh, that it's safe. Uh, uh, I think your eyes might be open just a little bit because uh, we're going to find out that it's not really all that safe. And another topic uh, is we do utilize some uh, CBD products here. And I have a few patients that utilize uh, actually medical marijuana uh, and have turned to that. So we're going to touch on those two products and just, uh, you know, give you some some other ideas on some things to do and and maybe uh, help you in, in figuring out uh, which way to start if that's something that that might be helpful to you. So let's uh, jump into the vaping topic, if you will. Uh, I certainly have noticed a, a, a rise in the use of e-cigarettes um, over the over the years, and and there, uh, 
Without being uh, too surprised, the use of tobacco products and cigarettes is on the decline, while the use of e-cigarettes is on the incline. But there's some alarming statistics within that. Um, in any given 30-day period of time, two to three million middle schoolers and high schoolers in our country are utilizing some of these e-cigarettes. So the question pops up and and a lot of parents ask, well, gee, is, is this safe? You know, it, is it, it seems to be better than if they were smoking. Is it a healthier alternative to uh, smoking cigarettes? And, and that's what we're going to discuss today. But how does this e-cigarette work? For some of you maybe aren't that familiar with it. Um, there are a variety of different types of e-cigarettes out there. Some of them actually look kind of like a cigarette. Others look like more of a I don't know, uh, a, a little mini flashlight, and some of them have a little box on it of some sort. Uh, there's, so there's a variety of different types of e-cigarettes. There's some type of liquid solution that is held within the cigarette. There's a, a battery that, that heats up. This creates a vapor, and hence the word uh, or term for this, vaping or vape, because this vapor then is inhaled. So within the vapor, I guess that's, or in the solution, that's really uh, the key to all of this. What is in that solution? Um, there's most of the time uh, nicotine, there's flavoring, there's a lot of other ingredients. When we look at tobacco products, we found that there's probably about 80 different harmful carcinogenic ingredients in cigarettes, and, uh, and tobacco products. That's obviously over the years, we've found that it creates all kinds of health problems from heart disease and cancer to really impacting about every uh, tissue and cell of your body. Um, cigarettes with all of these potentially uh, carcinogenic products. So what about e-cigarettes? If you think, well, uh, if, are they safer? And I guess if I said, no, well, cigarettes have 80 carcinogenic ingredients, would e-cigarettes be safer? Well, there's an awful lot of carcinogenic and harmful uh, ingredients in e-cigarettes as well. So <clears throat> they are dangerous. That liquid that becomes vaporized has a variety of different chemicals in it. Nicotine is the addictive one. And there's even some other uh, chemicals that are put in there that have a synergistic effect on the nicotine addiction. Now, synergistic effect means it kind of multiplies the addictive aspect of nicotine. That's why cigarettes are so addictive. It's the nicotine in there. And this nicotine for use and developing uh, adolescence, think of that teenager brain, an adolescent brain that's developing, uh, nicotine has a lot of of damaging effects on that. And the process of turning this liquid into a vapor and the aerosols that are produced also have toxic effect on everything from the heart, the lungs, the circulatory system, the reproductive systems. So they're finding more and more damage as a result of these e-cigarettes. So it's early on in the process. I think, unfortunately, we're going to find a whole lot of other um, uh, problems associated with e-cigarettes as we go forward. There's trace minerals that have been found in some of these, trace metals rather, uh, that are carcinogenic, creating uh, lung and nasal and, and oral 
types of cancer. So there's a lot of things in there. And here's a statistic that really alarmed me. If we could remove e-cigarettes from the conversation and, and say, okay, how many middle schoolers and high schoolers would take up smoking and looked at that percentage. Now we see the percentage much higher that are of these same use that are taking up e-cigarettes that would have never taken up cigarettes. Hmm. You know, so the overall body of, of information and damage here in our young people is greater and greater. I've had a few folks, uh, even in my practice that have told me, Hey, I'm, I'm vaping instead of smoking cigarettes. And their thinking is that they'll use vaping to stop smoking. Well, unfortunately, uh, statistics have found out that only about 10% of the people that try that actually accomplish that. So, and that's about the percentage of people that just try to stop smoking in general. So it really doesn't help to stop smoking and utilize vaping in that process. So that really doesn't work at all. So we look at, are they safer? I really don't think that vaping is safer than smoking. It's kind of like saying, should I eat the cupcake or the candy bar? Which one's safer? <laughs> well, <laughs> nah, neither one of them is very good for you. So uh, for you parents who think, oh, it's just vaping, uh, that's not the case at all. It's not very safe. And unfortunately, we're getting more and more research more and more information that is pointing to exactly this. We have some new risks that weren't there necessarily with cigarettes. The vapor is the key and how that is absorbed into the body is a little different than the smoke from cigarettes. So we're seeing that there are just a whole new set of problems associated with vaping, but it, yet it creates a, a whole body of damage you know, within our system. So it's not really any safer. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit. And we'll talk about uh, maybe uh, medical marijuana and CBD. Uh, you can drive down the road and see CBD, CBD, CBD. I went to one of our chiropractic conventions uh, not long ago and a big convention room floor with lots and lots and lots of vendors. And every single row had two or three CBD vendors uh, on them. So it's uh, becoming very, very popular, but we still see uh, uh, medical marijuana. A number of states, if not all of them now, have legalized medical marijuana. Many of them are going towards legalizing marijuana use in general. And marijuana is a, a plant. Uh, it's been around for you know a long, long time, but it contains uh, uh, probably 50 or 60 active ingredients that are known as cannabinoids. Now, our bodies produce cannabinoids. So this is how they can have a positive effect on us for health purposes. So our body makes these cannabinoids. So therefore there are receptors throughout your body and, and a receptor is just an area that will receive this type of chemical. These are throughout our, our body. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when we, uh, when we take a, a CBD or a marijuana product, these cannabinoids in these are received into our body. The the marijuana, the primary one that, uh, that you hear about is THC, which is a cannabinoid. Um, CBD has different cannabinoids uh, in there that your body can receive. But THC receptors are primarily in the brain nervous system. There's some in the liver, kidney, and lungs as well. And the THC has that 
psychoactive ingredient part of it or effect on our brains. So it, in other words, it can get you high where CBD does not have this particular product or this particular effect. Uh, CBD products are used in, in treating pain and inflammation. Uh, they also were utilized for seizure type problems and some uh, mental issues uh, as well. And that's one of the ways that it, it kind of started, started out in, in that area. But CBD, inflammation, pain, some of the mental disorder and psychosis, inflammation of the bowel or inflammatory bowel disease has been uh, helpful to utilize some of these CBD products, uh, nausea, migraines, depression, anxiety, uh, sleep issues as well. Uh, my wife and I uh, sometimes restless night, especially my wife, we found some CBD products she can take before she goes to bed, sleeps a whole lot better during the night. Uh, THC that we find in medical marijuana, pain, muscle spasticity, uh, glaucoma, insomnia, appetite issues, again, nausea and anxiety are helpful in those particular areas. But we have some side effects with the THC in medical marijuana. There's short-term side effects, uh, most of them, but some uh, are longer-term impact on the brain, but short-term, obviously, attention, judgment, uh, balance, uh, issues with our, our memory, coordination, time perception, uh, some of these types of, of things as well. They're short-term, most of those, but some research points towards, especially for young people utilizing marijuana, that there's an effect longer term on their brain development. Uh, a lot of patients wonder, gee, if I use CBD, am I going to be able to pass the drug test at work? Most of the drug tests for employment are looking for THC, the psychotic aspect of medical marijuana. So they are structured for that. CBD does not have any THC in it. Therefore, uh, majority of employment tests, if not all of them, you should pass them utilizing CBD uh, products. Now, there are some tests that look specifically for uh, CBD, <clears throat> but most of the employment tests are looking for THC. Question came up, uh, you know, on one of my patients that utilizes uh, medical marijuana, and he was a little upset because his employer would not allow him to to work in certain areas of their work. And he said, well, I have a note from my doctor. I'm able to get this medical marijuana product. But medical marijuana, you know, has, you know, psychotic or psychiatric uh, changes to you. You know, your coordination, your thinking, and employers are concerned of, from a liability standpoint of you doing certain types of work that are negatively impacted by the effect of THC. So, I think from a legal standpoint, they are they are in the right from an employer to say, I'm sorry, you can't work just as if you were taking some type of narcotic drug and trying to work. Also, your employer could say, hey, uh, that's not going to that's not going to work. So I I, I look at the two of them, uh, medical marijuana versus CBD. I always uh, tell my patients start with uh, the product that has the least side effects and go from there. So I would start with CBD uh, over medical marijuana. I have some patients that uh, swear by their medical marijuana that it helps them specifically for a particular issue that they have and they haven't found anything else. And that certainly uh, may be very true for them. Cigarettes versus 
Vaping, obviously, uh, neither one is safe. And for parents, um, I, I think I would uh, uh, try to keep your kids away from vaping. It is not harmless. Um, and I think the jury is out on just how much harm uh, these vaping products are going to do. I hope uh, I hope this has been of some help to you. Kind of looking at a at vaping versus cigarettes. Uh, there are dangers there, and also CBD versus medical marijuana. Um, we utilize uh, again a number of CBD products. Uh, there are very minimal side effects with CBD. The primary side side effect on CBD um, is where it may interact with a, another medication that you're taking. And I tell patients all the time, even though you have a natural product. Natural products can be very strong. And if you're already taking a prescription medication, uh, they can interact, you know, and that can create a big problem. So we have to be aware of what you're taking and your doctor needs to be aware of what you're taking before you try any natural products to help these particular things. Well, it's been another uh, episode of Coffee with the Doc uh, brought to you by San Carlos Chiropractic. You can reach me on the web at drglennschafer.com. Uh, we're on all the social media outlets as well, um, but we uh, would love to hear from you and certainly hear any questions. We do have upcoming uh, our episode on the regenerative medicine, which I'm excited to, to hear what they have to say. And I think you will be as well as I think it's a great field to, to help us uh, as we are getting older and things are starting to wear out. Anyway, you have a great day. We, we look to see you back here again soon. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's D-R-G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic. 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.